motherfucking energy. <laughs> All right. Oh, Jesus Woo! Christ. You got some energy. We are back. Settle down. Yeah, yeah, dude. yeah. Dang. We are back, motherfuckers. Coming in so hot. Let's Better go. check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> oh my God. It has it has been a long time. We're we're a little bit leaner, and I'm gonna say meaner. Yep. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Damien's coming in hot already, yeah, dude. Man. This guy's ready to go. Yeah, he just yeah, yeah. Snapped open a tall boy. That's why. Yeah. So <laughs> much has happened. I mean, when's the last time that we had any? It's been a couple months, right? Yeah, well, we, we mm. did that purposefully. We want to make sure we come back and come back with some vengeance. Mm-hmm. Right? Want to build the anticipation. Yeah. Season two, we have a lot of, lot of great guests on, on board. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, coming up, we had a very, very, very special guest, but unfortunately he got sick. Um, but if we can get to that, it's going to be a history lesson in rock and roll. And it's someone, you know, that... Uh, <clears throat> Our producer Dale Baker set up, um, and it's it's someone I never thought we'd be able to talk to, and so many questions about everything. So hopefully we can get that person on, um, but we'll see. But I'm very excited about today. Who do we have today, Damian? Chaka Malik. Yeah, Chaka Malik. There we go. Absolute legend, free thinking human um, from Burn, Orange Nine Millimeter, Ghost Decibels, and so many other things. But true OG. Uh, true original, and I don't know where the conversation is going to take us, but I'm I'm very excited. We're, we're just going to be on the ride. It's going to be yeah. a journey. Yeah, I'm yeah. stoked. Let's go. I uh, used to go. You know, obviously the Burn EP came out. Everyone at the time had it. It was like for me, it was like all of that shit. Like Age of Quora was kind of like the last thing for me. That was like the true. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and you know by Chromex, and then. <laughs> that was, I mean, you didn't have to say curl down. That was like Jackson Brown, Jackson Brown thing right there. <laughs> hey, listen, fuck face. I don't know who's listening Anyone right now. He's like, episode, I'm if you don't know Age of Quarrel, right now. <laughs> yeah, that's like saying. All right, go ahead. Before you were so rudely interrupted, please yeah, proceed. seriously, because to me, like you know, after the crossover shit, and then all the fucking you know the. <laughs> I, I got a term, but it's a very local Cleveland term. I'm not going to use. Anyway, so when that burn. EP came out in 1990. It's like, oh shit, this stuff's back. Yeah, and then they're gone. Go. But, you know, <clears throat> touring around and being around in the mid 90s, you know, anytime uh, the band he had after Orange Nine Millimeter played, like they're a precursor to so much shit. And man, those live shows were fucking insane. Um, I, I think, Damon, you'd say off the hook, but <laughs> the, those, those shows were fucking insane. I mean, Is that not good anymore? No, yeah. it's good. I it's Liddy fan. Use that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, whatever oh, the kids say today. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm very excited to have him on. Um, um, you know, I don't know how much of we're going to talk about about Burn or an Orange 9 Millimeter or Ghost Decibels, but I'm just really looking forward to it. It's someone I don't know. It's someone who I've seen multiple times. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they did a Burn reunion album um, on Death Wish that Kurt Balu <laughs> Balu uh, produced <laughs> at uh, God City fr- yeah at God City you know legend there if you if you look at the you know speaking of Kurt just look at the list of albums that he's done at God City oh you know man I mean? it's just crazy yeah it's and it's always the best sounding shit like there's a, there's just a whole generation of music that if you know you know you know what I mean and yeah. there's some great bands exactly. that like even sound better when they record with him. Yeah, it's insane. Like, every time I die, like, I think they're mm-hmm. great, and then when they recorded with him, it was even better. Yeah, and the Doom Rider stuff, I mean, I know that's his bandmate and Converge and all that stuff, but the Doom Rider shit is so good, and mm-hmm. I mean, anyone that's that's done anything there, it's just, it's just 
Top of the notch. Top of the notch. Hell just, yeah, I like that. That's a new thing. Let's, let's I just roll with that. that up. Top yeah. of the notch. I'm one Irish motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we should talk to him soon. Who? Kurt? Yeah, yeah. let's get Kurt on. All right. Yeah. But but I always I I always say like, you know, when it comes to metal, like metal kids are always like, oh, it's it's you know, you know, it's it's gonna come back or why can't it come back? But they just skipped over this fucking generation of great bands, Cancer Bats and Converge. Oh my god. And, yes. I mean, yeah. I can't. Dead Swans, Black Breath, all these great bands, you know, because they still wanted fucking Slayer, Megadeth, yeah, which is not like no, bad. some of those bands, yeah. are, some of them are still out there kicking it, like fucking Anthrax are legends, man, like, mm-hmm. but Anthrax always keeps it fresh. Anthrax is like part of today's scene. When you go see Anthrax at one of these festivals, it's not, you know, the kids are into it, just like suicidal, yeah. you know what I mean? Right. And I'm right. sure Metallica, I hate Metallica, but I'm sure like with Metallica, you know, kids are into it. But when you see these other bands, man, like it's just, it looks so old. Mm, right. And the fan base is so old. And there was all of this great shit that, that came out during that time period that really could have kicked it off again and had a whole nother, you know. Like resurgence, yeah. Yeah, resurgence and just a whole nother generation. Unfortunately, I think that's just music in general. Like, um, you know, when we were growing up, this, there was still an excitement about going to shows and, and things of that nature. I know when, you know, when you were going to shows, it was like this whether it's CBGBs or whatever, but like um, there was a big, like people are like, they couldn't miss it. Like there was, you know, there was a packed house every night, like no matter what. Yeah. But now it's like, there's so many things that are going on that are taking people's attention away from it. And I think that people are just not as interested in the live show or, you know, maybe that'll change with the pandemic or whatever, but the fact that music is so accessible now, the market is like really flooded. So it's hard to just, you know, have these bands like that, that, you know, can really stand out like they used to in the good old days. So, yeah, I mean, it's funny. um, You know, even going back to bands like turmoil and that, that, that really started, it kicked off this new shit, but like with, with Jacob and Kurt and, and all those guys, like they did so much for that scene and for this, this, actual new wave of heavy metal i mean it's not the new wave of british heavy metal but yeah. this new wave of metal that was more intense more socially conscious it's just so rad dude and promoters didn't pick up on it mm. and it's it's really it's cool because it's a fan driven thing you know i mean i know everyone wears a jane doe shirt and they don't know half of them don't know it's like the crimson ghost <laughs> right. at this point you know yeah, yeah, yeah. but some of those bands they're just so killer and they just never got their due and, and it's a bummer. Right. But you know, you make a good point about the promoters. I feel like the promoters are, are those, they're fans of those bands like that we're talking about, like the legacy acts that have kind of stayed within what they do yeah. and not really, a, you know. Um, so I feel like there weren't real, there, I don't think there's much um, new blood when it comes to promoters. Maybe now there is, I don't know. I mean, there, there's some great, great promoters. I mean, obviously Kelly Cap is a legend and Kelly Cap loves all that stuff. Yeah. And, I don't know if you're listening, Kelly, but I love you. Um, <clears throat> but you know, everyone they want to sell tickets, right? And it's some like a band like Megadeth's not going to take Converge out with them, right? That's true. They're just then they'll just get embarrassed. Yeah, it's like <laughs> me playing you guys in basketball. You don't want to do it. Oh I'm my goodness! That has not changed in season one. I'm still. The king. <laughs> wow. We we've got a new contender though. One of the new guys. Yeah, so, I, know. I mean, he's, he's it was an ex-tennis player and apparently he can shoot a basketball we we shall see (laughs) we're gonna do it right after this. stay tuned for more of that so you know not to belabor a point and i know there were bands that came up during that time like you know um 
Five Finger Death Punch, which is a huge band, and and they have their fan base, and you know, and and it's funny because I was actually talking to Zoltan, the guitar player, and he's way into a lot of that stuff. Like Entombed for him was a big band. Entombed to okay. me is like kind of yeah, kicked yeah. off all that all the new stuff. Well, I think I think that there are a lot of bands bands like that are you know like the bronx like everyone loves the bronx yeah and yeah. i don't like they should be a lot bigger just like converge and everything like that um and or like a musician's band but like yeah, if you musicians play music band, you yeah. can really like, appreciate that everyone who plays do. in that scene or, or at least like you know has any influence from there they they love those bands and it's just like there's this huge love for it and and unfortunately i think that's just you know when you're not mainstream and you do you're doing your own thing whether it's in punk or hardcore like that's okay i think that 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 the people that are doing that are doing it for the love of music and it's not mainstream Mm -hmm. so it's okay if it doesn't you know technically get its due i mean it would be great if people could live off you know make a living you know and some people do but um and and yeah and it's true i mean like we were just with um mad ball the other night at punk rock bowling and those guys are doing their thing, you know what I mean? And yeah. they're legends, they, they've done their thing, and they have their crowd. And and they haven't sacrificed any no. of what they stand for or what they believe in. Like, they, you know. Which I think is doing a lot thing. cooler than just being this huge, like, band, you know? Yeah. Being able to really stay true to your art and have, like, that OG, like, solid fan base that's going to follow you through whatever you do, you know? Yeah, you, you still have to take the chances. And I'm not saying that uh, you know, these bands I'm talking about, like, and just because I don't like them, but like, I'm not saying Megadeth's not taking chances, but it's the same yeah. old thing over and over. Right. It's like, I can't use pizza because I could eat pizza every day, but it's like, <laughs> like yeah. you know, you make this great chicken dish, but after a while, you're sick of that dish and you want to ever see chicken again. Right. Like, I got a job at a pizzeria when I was a kid because I was like, I eat too much pizza, so I figure if I, if I make pizzas for a living... I'll end up not liking it. Well, that was wrong. I fucking ate even more pizza. <laughs> I turned yeah, into yeah, an yeah. addict. Yeah. So I guess pizza to me is like cheap trick. I can't get sick of it. It's You're just a too pizza good. slut. Yeah, I'm a pizza slut. <laughs> oh, no, it's just weird. So anyway, rambling short, I'm re- very excited to talk to Chaka. Like I said, I don't know, know him at all. He's very inspirational. Anything could happen, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's very inspirational to me. He's a free thinker, and that's the most important thing to me Yeah. now more than ever. Um. He he's always held his ground. He was speaking about certain things that are happening today, years ago. So we're gonna throw out a little bit of burn right now off their album "Do or Die." Uh, this came out in 2017. This is one. This is what Kurt produced. So hit it, Damien.
killing floor. That was Burn. That was New Morality. That came off Do or Die. Uh, that's the album we were talking about uh, that, that Kurt did. Yeah. Um, that came out on Death Wish. It was in 2017. Yeah, it was 2017, I think. Yeah. yeah. They had the EP the year before. It was just like a surprise. Like all of a sudden, Burn's back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I swear to God, New Morality, just read those lyrics. Read any of the lyrics. I mean, almost like, I, I mean, you want to say that, that he could see into the future what's going on now, but. I think that kind of future has always been the present. Does that make sense? That's very deep. It's very deep. <laughs> I, like that, I think yeah. there's a, I think history repeats itself is, is like, there's a reason that people say that. I mean, not in the same way, but I think there's many lessons to be learned. You know, what's happening now could happen again later. Yeah. And, you know, well, I mean, human nature. It is human nature. And sometimes I feel like we're in our, our final stages, but I mean, when that's very optimistic. <clears throat> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> So, so when that album came out, like I know, I remember they went out. They played L.A. I forgot, maybe at the Union. I went to see it because I just couldn't believe they're playing. And you know, they they came out. They, I think it was with Comeback Kid. Yeah. And uh, I just stayed for Burn. Um, but you know, what? Was, you don't like Comeback Kid? Comeback Kid. Take it easy. I'm just telling you what I did. <laughs> you don't want to wake the dead, bro? <laughs> I was just telling you what I did. All good, all good. No worries. But you know, it was, it was Chaka and it was Gavin and you know it was Burn and it was, but it was it was phenomenal. Like. Um, we have a, a mutual friend of the show, Mike Gitter, who actually did their A&R at one point. Oh, right on. What's up, Mike? Mike is super cool, yeah. Yeah, Mike's good. Mike's a legend, man. Mike has done so much for the music that we love and the people that listen to this podcast love, so. And I see, you know, he's at every show that exists. Yeah. Like every, I just look at his Instagram and he's everywhere. Yeah, he does. Like, he every night he's out he's at He's at a show. some awesome show, yeah. Yeah. Um, we should have Mike on. Mike, if you are listening, you should come on. I would love to just talk to you about whatever, your history, what you do, yes, what you've done. Because um, you are a legend and, and we really appreciate everything you've done for this form of music. He is legend. So yeah, so so that's Burn and we're waiting for Chaka to call in. Um, oh, here he is right here. Hey, Chaka, how you doing? Doing well. How are you, kind sir? I'm doing well as well. I just want to say, uh, obviously, you know, we're all familiar with your musical career, but the reason that I wanted to have you on was because you are a, a rare breed in that you are a free thinker, and mm -hmm. I consider you a sovereign human being, which is hard to come by nowadays. And, okay. And I think what you've done for other people as far as your music and, and some of the things you speak on, it, mm -hmm. it, it's... It's a very rare quality, sadly, today, and I just wanted to welcome you to the full-on Church of Rock and Roll and say thank you for coming. Yeah, you, you said you were you're, you're Venmoing me three hundred bucks. Yes, <laughs> there we go. We got you. <laughs> that was that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, we got you. So what's going on, man? How are you? I'm good. Just lighting some incense and. Uh, Kind of uh, in closing the work day and beginning uh, my other um, kind of day, right? Involving things like this and some music and some free thinking, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> exactly. Very important nowadays. So that being said, like we just played New Morality, right? Off of the off your mm -hmm. album. Um, I mean, those lyrics. I, when we we're listening to it, we we're like, shit, this is so like, you know, for thinking. But it's really not because it's always been there. 
And this is right. just the latest just FYI, version. those lyrics are by Gavin, and me and Gavin, our viewpoints on things are not aligned okay. in many ways on this. So I definitely, I speak for myself, but any of the bands I play, the people I collab with, I speak purely for myself. I speak with a strong, heartfelt voice for myself and myself only. Okay, that's 100%. I get that. So th that's an interesting point. If those lyrics are, are by Gavin, like, how does he feel now? Does I mean, the things he, he you would have to ask Gavin. Okay. You would have to ask him. Yeah, that's fair enough. Fair enough. So tell us about you a little bit. You're, you're obviously from the city. Did you grow up in Manhattan, Queens? Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Queens. Yeah. Uh, I lived all around the world, though. Let's get, let's get into the meat of this shit. All right, I'm down. So with, on your, your Instagram post, like you're, you're, like I said, you're a very free thinking person. Is it hard right. for you? Cause you know, obviously you're, you're a well-known name. People know you. Um, is it hard for you? Do you get a lot of pushback from people saying, I can't believe you're thinking that way, or I can't believe you're putting that up there, or do you just block all of that out? I think that's a great question. Um, I think to, if you're posting something in earnest, the last thing that you would ever want to do is block anyone out because the purpose of communicating is not only to share your views with those that agree with you, but it's also to give others an opportunity to, to see how they might agree with you, even though they may th have thought they disagreed with you. You know, so whenever people. And, I, and I'm pausing because I'm thinking of the, I always, like just for me in my life, I, ne I always think I can do better, right? I always, I know, I think I know there's another level, right? There's always another level. Um, and so that means that there's another level to how I'm sharing a point. If the point is important to me, then maybe it's important enough to bring my, uh, my communication and the points that I'm sharing up another level. You know, I had a one friend of mine, um, and so many people, they don't talk to me anymore, which is, I mean, that's fine. Uh, it, it's what it is. Uh, one, one woman was like, you know, I had to stop following you because your posts got too angry. And honestly, I don't think my posts were angry. I think that what it was is that my posts were making people self-identify in a negative way. And that may as well be angry, right? I didn't, it was this perceived anger because I'm sharing something that, you know, it's just kind of being like, you know, well, yeah, these people with the pink shirts, man, like, I mean, I love pink, but like, so give me a fucking break. Pink shirts? Like, <laughs> next thing you know, if you have a pink shirt, you're like, okay, is this guy, they got a dick? I, I pink is one of my, is maybe my favorite color. So that's like another thing against people with pink shirts. I might want to buy your pink shirt. Um, but you realize that, hey, if you really want to communicate with people in a way that it, to help, edify and as my mother said me and my mother were talking on the phone we, we mentioned the old uh kind of black community phrase each one teach one this is before drill music right mm -hmm. so each one teach one was a popular phrase and each one teach one is just as it sounds it's it, and the premise is that it's easy to learn from someone that you identify with if i don't identify with you i'm not going to be able to learn from you right so if i'm sharing a post with somebody that i'm hoping is going to learn a bit that's going to expand their equation of what's happening in the world today because i'm not telling anybody what's real and what's fake i'm giving you data points put things to consider that you can put into the own logical framework that you have running in your mind and you can come up with you can spit out uh, artifacts of whatever 
whatever's happening in there and whatever that becomes your opinion. But I, I, I hope not to, to, to create your opinion because I just don't care. Yeah. What I do care is that, that let's say today, right? So I was just thinking about this earlier. Um, and I love, I enjoy money. I think it's a good thing. It's good to have. It's a good, it's a good to have. Uh, sometimes you realize you don't need it sometimes, but I was just thinking about corporations, right? Um, corporations, one, I, one of my roommates asked me, he said, hey, do you want one of these steaks? And I was like, oh, no, bro, thank you, bro. Like, I don't need steaks. But I, and he was like, yeah, I know that they're so bad for you. But I was thinking, if you look back, meat wasn't always the same kind of bad for you. You know what I mean? Veggies right now are less of the kind of good for you than they used to be. Mm-hmm. So it brings it back to the corporations. The corporations introduce perversion into the normal life cycle uh, of, 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 our, uh, of our world, right? So you have, you know, uh, a woman, right, or a man, right? They grow up as kids, they have the, the, the milk as a kid. Then once they start to, start to come around and say, oh, my God, you know, raw milk, that can kill you. Well, really, raw milk is the only milk you should probably be, be drinking, right? That's the milk that's actually good for you. So they make raw milk illegal, right? Then they start to do this cooking process to the milk, and then they start to try to expand upon their ability to sell milk, right? Now, if neighborhoods could just some people, I mean, everybody in the neighborhood is not going to have fucking milk cows, but if neighborhoods are able to serve themselves, then that need, external need, goes away. But your neighbors can't fucking homogenize milk; they can't cook that shit, right? So the corporations come in and snatch up that. They snatch up the milk market, and then they pervert it, right? So not only do they take away people's ability to have transport, not uh, uh, to 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 um, sell to each other raw milk, but it took the product of milk itself and perverted it into what you have today. Mm-hmm. And you can go down the line to to almost any product that ever existed to the, the chair your, your your ass is sitting in right now, you know, be it be it modern or, or, or old or, or wood or plastic or whatever. I mean, if you go back to the iteration of whatever it is you're sitting on before it became an idea that was recognized as commercial and then mass produced, those earlier models are just it's better built. Do you think that's for profit or do you think there's nefarious reasons? No, I, and I think, and this is the challenge, right? So I'm reading, I was reading this book, um, this guy, what's his name? Dr. David. I got to find this guy's name. David, uh, shit, 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 shit. Hold on, hold on. By the way, no. And he talks about the idea that the, 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 um, and I got to hope I'm saying this shit right. He talks about the broken window in the factory hmm. that it doesn't, something about how the broken window creates a synergy with a resonance that then resonates with the brokenness of the window, right? So I, if you look at corporations, um, and there's, I think a corporation is supposed to be, if they're, I'll leave that alone. If you look at corporations, they're always swapping out people. It's like the person that, it's, it's like me, before I wanted to do any work on myself, I would just have different girlfriends for short periods of time, right? Mm-hmm. No, one knows it, no one knows when you're a dick but long term because you don't see anybody for long term corporations do this and i'm just i'm just trying to be, be honest and just to share and not try to come up with some weird hybrids but the corporations what they do is they put people in 
they perform negative shit under their name as CEO. You know, he gets big bonuses. Either he or she gets big bonuses either way, especially if they're fired. And then they're able to get away with whatever that they practice that ends up being um, that has a negative impact. Let's just put it that way. And those can be a broad pendulum swing of negative impacts. They they have that person as a figurehead, right? So look at look at look at BP, right? So they said, I don't even know if these people got fired. The engineers in the fucking site told the guys, hey, if you do this, it's going to fucking explode. They said, yeah. do it anyway. Yeah. Right? So corporations, they have a, um, it's a burning desire. It resonates with a, a prey-driven resonance that I think can only do what it does, and that's to draw more energy into itself. Right? And I think that drawing energy into itself it's, it's, it's souls. It's people that are stuck in a brand mentality. I mean, it's a, it's a multi-dimensional, multi, I mean, it, it is, it is the other main station. I think there's two ends of the radio spectrum in our universe, right? And I think into that end, that's why many of the spiritual books will guide you in the same general direction to live a life where you feel like you're maybe in connection with something outside of the third dimension, maybe we'll call it God, right? Mm -hmm. The other side says, you know what? I require, I require your energy, but I can't give you energy, right? Yeah. When you think about meditation, the breath work, it's all about exchanging energy with the universe your consciousness, your awareness, right? The other side that likes to pervert, they want to capture your awareness. They want to capture your energy. They want to clone you, literally. They want to trap your consciousness, air quotes, in a body, in something that will, you know, seem to think, look, act, talk like you. It won't be you, though, because the spirit is unique to the thing that offers a refreshing with its worship. And this is beyond God. This is way beyond. I, what I mean by that is, because I don't think anything is beyond the full awareness, but it's beyond our conceptions of what we think God is, I think. Do you think, I mean, this is an interesting point, but do you think, and, and I might be totally off, do you think people can actually reach their spiritual center or reach into that now with all the interference that's going on? That's um, the only that's the only thing that people can do. Okay. And the the word interference is exactly correct because it really just breaks down all of this shit breaks down to where you where you desire to resonate. I mean, I fuck up all the time. I mean, I, I you know there's I'm striving towards being living in unconditional love towards myself, first of all, mm -hmm. and to the world. And that's very and sometimes I remember and I have incredible days. And like today, I just, I kept fucking forgetting. You know, it's things like this. I broke my little pepper mill from my, I was making some fucking, but uh, I love to make these potatoes where I chop the potatoes up and boil them and kind of saute them with olive oil and hit them with onions and shit like that. And I have a couple of veggie burgers. Sometimes I eat fish, sometimes I'll have some salmon or tuna rather. Um, but I was doing that, I fucking broke my fucking pepper mill. Mm. And that's when I realized I was out of whack. There was something the other day when, 
this company had fucking overcharged me for some shit first. And then they charged me some new charge. And I called up the woman and I was screaming. And she was like, I don't have to listen to this. And she hung up on me. And she was exactly right. But you know what ended up happening from my agitation that I allowed, the resonance that I allowed myself to be in, is ended up costing me, you know, right now I had to lay out $1,500 to get another piece of equipment right, until I was to get the other one repaired. So the resonances, they come with their, they come with their own residual cash and prices, you know? Yeah. So the more you start to resonate towards in like when you're young and you're trying to figure out the edges of edges, you want to be violent. You want to be crazy. I was that. That was definitely that person. I wasn't trying to hurt anybody on the street, you know, but in like dancing, that's I wanted to express that. I wanted to feel that. But then you grow out of that. The challenge with people where you don't grow out of that, where you don't find the circle outside of the circle of the of the circle outside of you know, your youthful obsessions with, with pushing boundaries, yeah. right? Because that's what you have to do and you better do it. I, I just think they're, right. they're keeping everyone asleep on purpose. Like I, I will put, I put, what, up does, that, what does that mean? Though? Because I'm tired. Of, I mean, I, I love you, but I feel like having these same conversations is stupid. So I'm going to, I'm going to fucking dare you right now. Okay. No, no. Cause what I'm let's saying, open this shit. let's open this yeah, shit up. Let's open this pit up. I don't care if anybody's <laughs> asleep. Anymore. Yeah. Who cares? You know what? That, that's one of those punch in the stomach words. Yeah. But okay. So maybe I use the wrong it's word. A punch but, in the but, stomach. It's a punch in the stomach word. Let's get bigger. Than this. Okay. So, so what I, so just real quick for me, I, I have to do certain things around my house. I'll leave obstacles out for myself because I don't want to become a zombie and just do the same thing. So I'll leave shoes in the hallway. I'll do all this stuff to make sure that I'm not just, you know, walking zombie throughout the day. And I think they have people right now, whether it's because of cell phones, whether it's because of Who's TV. They? This is, I mean, they, I, because right now, let me just share this. We're too far. We are too far down the path now. We're still talking about they have people doing this. The people that they have are not going to resonate with that. And I already know that. So what the you may as well fart. I mean, I, 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 you're, I don't know so, exactly. So, so, I mean, for me, yeah. I mean, who's they? I, I, mean, I think it's a hundred year plan of the Bolsheviks. Let me just say that real quick. And yeah, I, so, so, so art, articulate these things and, 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 and give it some humanity because otherwise I don't want to fucking hear it. Yeah, I get that. I don't want to hear who's asleep anymore. I want to hear help. Help me wake up people that I or friends of mine. Help me wake up the things I'm well, That's why because that's what I'm trying to ask of you because like you you seem to be a step ahead a step ahead of me at least and that's that's the only personal way I, I can say it. Um, you know, and it's it's like for me like I, I try to do I, I I try to get in touch with you know I I lost my father I had open heart surgery. Sorry to hear that. No, brother. thank you. And and I you know it was a day, I woke up from my open heart surgery to the news that I lost my father and I've been trying to connect forever on that. You know what I mean? And I. And there's just so much, and, I, and here's another word you're going to hate, but there's so much noise and interference that I can't catch up. You know what I mean? I can't make that connection. I don't mind, I don't mind noise or interference. I just go sleep. The sleep that makes somebody yeah. feel like, okay, so now you're, you're better than me. It creates division. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I get, I get that. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, I mean, like you'll go over someone's house and they just put on like reality shows or cooking shows. And it's just like, what the fuck is going on? You know what I mean? And, and it, yeah, but... It, it's it's resonance it's it's resonance and there's a there's a the the child the inner circle of the child has been contained yeah right so the child wants to go out even the child even the child you know, that's your age the weekend what what you know what i mean like mm -hmm. i'll be a yeah. child i'm gonna go i'm gonna get drunk i'm gonna finish i'm gonna get away from my wife whatever it is right 
Yeah. I'm going to be a child. I'm going to express my inner fucking child. So what they've done is they're saying, okay, so if you want to play as a child, here are the games that you can play. You can you can take your own, uh, you know, athletic either prowess, ideation, your your ability to strategize, and you can leave that in advance and watch other people do it on TV, or you can in your community like they do in Brooklyn. You know, the many of the illegal immigrant communities in Brooklyn, they have these amazing fucking uh, soccer they're playing volleyball hundreds of people out there and yeah. there, there's a referee out there and they're engaged i'm sure they watch the games too but they're out there i'm not seeing dudes their age like in the hood or even anywhere i go like when i travel playing in their own you know i'll say organized games i mean some people still do it yeah. And they go and they week the weekend warriors warrior is a real term, but sports is a major one. Sports, it, I think, takes a lot of your manliness and contains it, and that's what they want to do with, the, with the, and that's what the resonance that wants you to worship it, it. It it asks you to play along its rules. Yeah. Okay. So if, if you want to relax, don't meditate. Smoke some weed, and I and I smoke weed. You know, so I said I'm not going to get you know, uh, don't do some breathing exercises. Have a shot. You know. Yeah. You know. So uh, there, there's. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say um, that. You know, when you're talking about the resonance and all that, I'm kind of like identifying as I'm sitting here listening to this because, I mean, I don't know whether I'm living my life the right or the wrong way, but I do notice that the more I have a better inner dialogue with myself and the way that I carry myself and the energy that I put out. It seems as though if it's good energy, I'm going to get that energy back. You know, and when I'm having, you'll get it days, back either way, right? You'll get it back either way. Whatever you do, you get back. Right. Well, it's funny, like at a different time, like growing up as a kid, like I got that from hardcore. You know what I mean? I got mm-hmm. that up from hardcore, you know, up through, you know, age of quarrel up through your EP. And then, then that became a thing where everyone was trying to tell me what to do. Right. And then the other day we, we were all at punk rock bowling and, and a friend of ours, Emily Taylor, um, she was talking about how she went to Guatemala and it was the best time because those people just wake up and survive and they're all happy and we're all running around trying to get paychecks or do this or do that. And she, you know what I mean? And, and this is where I'm talking about the interference. Some people just have to survive and they're the happiest people right now. They don't have the material goods that, that we strive for or have to have to, to live at some point in this, in our society. And it's just, I mean, I gotta be honest. I got envious. I got envious that she got to see it. And I got envious that these people have such simple lives now when in the past to be honest with you i would have been like oh those poor people but it's me i'm the one i'm the one who's the poor person because i don't have that anymore yeah you know i i feel that i shared something similar but first i would address that harker thing i don't know what harker people think or feel like that's up to harker people i feel like i'm at this point i gotta recognize that for one i don't identify with groups generally i love new york hardcore i love my friends from new york hardcore whatever like not whatever but i mean you know what i mean like or yeah. whatever we want to call it the whole thing um but in terms of like whatever like i don't i don't need to i'm not trying to own anything with punk or hardcore like i'll leave that to the next man like i, I like to start new new things mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad that hardcore was there for me you know i like to tweak things a little bit you know i have i had orange nine which yep. was another take on kind of what I thought the next steps would be with some of that, you know, music. And now I'm doing my, some newer ghost stuff where I'm actually, I loose myself to really focus on what I want to feel 
instead of like what bands I like that play synthesizers. Yeah. You know what I mean? But right, the resonance you're right. I mean, it, the, 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 the best lesson I think that I can remind myself is that the only thing that exists is your consciousness. So that means if you're thinking anything, it's your fault. If you're doing anything, it's your fault. Just you, right? So you can sit there and you can say, okay, I'm, I'm having a shitty day. And then two seconds later, you can realize, oh my God, like I can totally change this because I'm not this body sitting in a room. I am consciousness and I've created this environment for myself to experience consciousness in. Right. Once like, you shift. I think we are more in control than we sometimes allow ourselves to believe. Like it, it's really our, our 100 mind and the way that we carry ourselves and the way that we talk to ourselves and, you know, interact with other people. Like we're in complete control of that. 100%. And I think that that, that is a premise for me shying away from, and, and oftentimes speaking out against some of the things that I used to say, like people being asleep or something like that. And sometimes I get frustrated. I say it sometimes, but I realize that it doesn't it doesn't help, right? It doesn't help. And, and and what I'd like to do is help. Like I'm sick. If I can get away with it, I probably wouldn't talk to many people. I'd probably make music and and have my little future moms over here just do my thing. But there's unfortunately some negative resonance that's gaining a lot of speed right now. Mm-hmm. That is hidden. That has been very much hidden. Uh, and I think it's and it's only hidden by the fact that our attention has been so constrained. I mean, if you look at what um, so we had um, the sequence of events that led up to um, a lot of the riots that call Black Lives Matter riots, Antifa riots, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Which created tension, right? But it's supposed to relieve tension theoretically, right? It created tension because it made people, you know, that weren't, that felt like they were uh, receiving negative energy from that movement just for having, being owning a home or doing something, right? I mean, obviously there's racist people, but, you know, I mean, this is, that's not what this is actually about. If that's what this was about, they would have been tackling other situations. I think that there's a lot of property, black, black businesses burned down, mm-hmm. going into other neighborhoods, you know, challenging people. And I, and I think that there are definitely a lot of cha- a lot of challenges in the world, right? But I think that the the that throws people in an, into an off balance state that makes them uncomfortable, and that is sustained as oftentimes uh, an un um, executed dislike, and that could be worse than an outward dislike, right? Mm-hmm. So then you have. Black Lives Matter tearing shit down, Antifa tearing shit down. The, the the police people have amplified the police into an enemy, right? When have the police done negative shit? One hundred percent. But sadly, as a black man, I'm more likely to be killed by another black man than a police officer by incredible multiples, right? So we have work to do as a, as a community to change those things. Yes, the police and the police have are, you know, I'm not even because. Some of these incendiary things is it gives people a chance just to slide off into the into whatever minute view that they want to focus on. But my broad point, I think this is very important, is that they, there was a perfect uh, storm of chaos, fear, um, agitation, and then also lethargy created by people now in the post-COVID world having stayed at home, being paid not to work. You know, you lose out on the ability to see your friends, to see your coworkers, 
And you also lose that on the ability at, you know, you know, quarter to five on Friday, whatever time you might get off on a Friday, leave your office and say, holy shit, I fucking rocked this week. Yeah, absolutely. I fucking rocked this fuck. This was fucking awesome. Right. So you take all that away. And then what do you have? You have people that basically have been so beat to shit are so fucking exhausted, but are being tickled nicely by staying at home and watching TV. And you can do just about anything. You may, this is like giving, this is basically the public has been, I don't know if it's a Ruthie, R-U-T-H or a Ruthie, but whatever it is, we've been Ruthie. Hmm. The whole world has been roofied, and you're starting to see in Australia. Yeah, I'm so thankful for those people, and I pray that those people are supported and blessed fully. Um, I pray that in Jesus' name. Jesus means something to me. I don't know what it means to you. I don't care what it means to anybody else. Um, but the one thing that I do believe for anyone that's interested, the consciousness, in my estimation. Is something that you inter interact with and that you communicate with via systems that are inherent in you as a human being, right? So the baseline to that is your conscious and your subconscious mind. When you say right? systems that are inherent inside you, are you talking more like spiritually? Or no, like because I don't, mean, I don't No, I mean that that and that's a good that's a good delineation you're trying to ask me to come up with. Operational. Okay. Operational. I mean, and this is a multi-dimensional sense. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay. What the fuck was I saying? I'm sorry. I just jumped in there like that. <laughs> about, no, your sorry, spiritual, okay, well, about Jesus. Oh, correct. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So your subconscious and your subconscious mind, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I started to, to have challenges because I was, when I was living in London. I was doing the occult. I was... Uh, read, teaching tarot, reading tarot. I was going to join a, a witch coven out there with a bunch of people that were 10 years my senior, lives in the suburbs. Uh, very cool people. Um, but ended up moving back to the States. And I'm reading the Bible, smoking weed, and enjoying the reading the Bible, smoking weed, because in all, a lot of the occult books that I was reading, they were telling you that, hey, if your shit goes awry, Jesus is the only name that's going to save you. I was like, all right, let me check up on this guy, right? So I'm like reading the Bible, then I get this thing in my head that says, hey, stop smoking weed by whatever it was, the end of October. And I said out loud, and at the time I was, I had a girlfriend, wonderful woman, still one of my dearest friends. I, I said out loud, no, because so-and-so is annoying. I'm not <laughs> going to say the person's name. <laughs> right? I just blur, I blurted that out so that I feel me. So the next thing you know, like, I'm like, okay, that might have been like some, what was I, I don't know, that was like, God, what the fuck's happening right now? Right, so I ended up like throwing away all this weed I had or whatever. It wasn't a lot, like whatever, like a, you know, a couple of eights or something stupid. Um, and I had one of those little uh, cannabis cards when I lived out there for the kind of medical dispensary card. Um, so I threw all that shit out. And then like for five years, I just never had a desire to smoke. Mm, wow. I could be sitting next to you. And as a matter of fact, I was walking one day in Oakland, and I was like, oh, that's that bubble gum, isn't it? He's like, yeah, like, oh, that shit smells good. <laughs> but there was nothing in me that wanted to smoke, right? So I was like, holy shit. So around the same time, like, relationships with my dad, who uh, also sadly passed away, but I'm sorry, praise sorry. in a better place. I think it's, it's good. Some piece, we have to, I think we have to look at the emergence differently, into these different cycles of life. Um, 
got along with him, had had challenges with him up and down in, in our adult life, um, began to be able to focus better, did better at work, and thus earned a better, you know, uh, residual effect, you know, from that. Um, and so ended up, whatever, so in a Jesus, whatever. And the next thing, like, maybe it's like three years ago, I was like, all right, man, uh, this is fucking weird because... I believe in Jesus. I've seen, I mean, I've prayed for friends and we prayed together and we were able to help them create miracles. Some person, a, a woman we know, cut her, she, her eye, corner, her eye was ripped. I could see it. We prayed that night. She never went to the hospital. She went to the hospital like two days, the doctor, two days later. He's like, oh shit, you ripped your corner. He's like, what did you take for the pain? She's like, we didn't take anything. He's like, this is some of the worst pain you could ever have in your life. Oh, wow. And then he looked at it, he said, it looks like it's been healing for two weeks. Oh. Right? And, and I mean, this is the realest shit. This is when you're like sitting there, you're looking at into your dear friend's eye, and she's fucking crying. And you can see the eye flapping. Hmm. You can see that you can see her. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like it was ripped, but you could you could clearly, I could clearly see it. Yeah. And I just said to her, you know, I said, Do you want to go to the hospital? Do you want to pray? It was like, and honestly, if it was like if it was like the afternoon, like around six, we might have went to the hospital. But it was Saturday night. And we were both like kind of in the house in your groove. And I don't think anyone wants to try to deal with the emergency room. So next thing you know, we prayed. Um, we applied some oil. Maybe that was a ritual oil. I don't know. But it was an oil that I've had for a while. Um, and the combination of the prayers and prayers in Jesus' name. And I'm not saying that Jesus is the only person that you can achieve healings through. Because I think that's something different. Um it's a part of it, but it's not the entirety. But we we were able to create that result, and that was able. She was able to generate that result in herself. It, it's, and that's the most important thing. Yeah, it's become. This goes back to what you're saying about corporations, because to me, the the church is the corporation, and you don't need that. It, you know what I mean? But here's the rub, though, right? Because all right. If you look at society now, right, you see there's, I mean, you might look around and see penetration on TV at this point. Mm -hmm. You might, I mean, HBO might, you might see a dick and a pussy on HBO or something. Mm -hmm. If you think about when you were a kid, like, there were porno magazines that did a, that made a great living without ever showing anybody's fingers and anybody pussy. Mm -hmm. Like keeping a buck and a motherfucking half. <laughs> but now you got to have all the fingers and all the, all, all the stuff in the pussy just for it to be anything yeah that's a that's a good point because so, we kind of get conditioned and desensitized to so much that we just need and more and more that, to you know have a reaction that's what the corporate that's what the corporate church was holding off and i don't i don't i think the corporate church is not giving you the whole thing you know and um but that's what the corporate church was holding back because as in my estimation, people think that human beings and we just sit here and, oh, I'm deciding I'm going to do this. Oh, no, 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 no. We, we are under intense. We may we are somebody's terrarium. I think we need to understand that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. So we need to take whatever that have a heliotropism when the plants grow towards the sun. Right. We need that's what we need to consciously be doing. Right. This is not. A, uh, I mean, to your point, right. You just shared that. You believe, and, and correct me if I'm incorrect, I think I'll give a, a decent summation. You believe that there's an external force that is introduced basically mind control to the masses and turn them into people that have a lower resonant vibration than they should. Yes. 
okay, so that by my point proves that human beings are not acting of their own accord. Mm -hmm. And I think that human beings think, I talk to people in my, in my DMs, people that I know and love that say, yeah, people aren't smart enough. Governments aren't smart enough to organize a worldwide vaccine rollout or, um, with a, well, uh, uh, they're not organized to set up the stage for an organized vaccine alone. And I want to say to them, like, you watch movies with more complex plots than this girlfriend. Like, somebody's got to write the movies. <laughs> for These, real. Pe yeah, exactly. <laughs> people think, you know what I mean? Like, your girlfriend who thinks she's a bitch, a bad bitch, she's not the meanest person on the planet. You know, even your local thug, the people that rule this planet are merciless people. Yes. Yeah. They're merciless. And if you can tell them merciless, they create, they're the ones creating division at every, every level. Mm -hmm. If I create division, I'm going to be the most aware of it. And if I'm the most aware of it, then I'm going to have the most uh, potential to control us. I'll tell you, it took me decades to realize that we're down to good versus evil. To, that's to admit really that. what it is. Yeah, that's where we are. You know, and that's really what it is. Yeah. And and I know like that's been something that's been an ancient text or whether it's the Bible and stuff like the first council of Nicaea kind of got rid of and you know that's where they kind of wanted to put what yeah, Jesus, those Nicene councils I saw I mean those are almost more mysterious than the Bible. Exactly. In some ways. <laughs> exactly. That's that's like when like Marvel comics got so crazy they just redid everyone's history and started again. That's what they did there. So yeah, so I'm I'm down I fully believe in good versus evil. Um and that's what that's what got me on the edge. I got to I got to admit that. Chaka it's right. it's like I never thought I would see that. And then you read some ancient texts or you read some old things and you're like, well, maybe these are actual demons. Maybe this is where we are, you know? I don't know. Well, it's definitely spiritual. I mean, yeah, I think I think you do know. And I think that we have to start. And somebody said this in my DMs. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I wanted to, 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 to clap back and say, well, the motherfucker, find out and then send me a motherfucking email. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because go, he right. was right. Because he was right, but he was just refusing to, to, to walk in it. That's where I am yeah, right now. You may as well not be. Yeah, I'm not saying that I'm right, yeah. but I'm afraid to take that step. I'm afraid to even entertain that possibility. And I think, and here's the deal with resonance, right? I mean, if I, you know, uh, you know, okay. No, you can't hear that. I'm here. I have this little glass, okay? Can you hear that? Yeah, I yeah, hear yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. You can hear the excitement that's happening. And as the more the water, the ice cubes, and the molecules in the glass get excited, they sink. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And that excitement is made possible by them accepting what they know to be true. Wow. We, we all just stopped. We all just looked at <laughs> yeah. each other like, yeah, you're a cool ass dude, Chaka. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's one love, brother. Yeah, Hell yeah, that that was fantastic. Yeah, so I mean, it's just you know, like I said, like every day, I I try not to stay on Instagram a lot, but I always just type in the search. I put your name in first because I know you're gonna, you know, and I'm, I, I'm like, <laughs> I, no, listen, listen, I'm like you. I don't follow groups. Like I think that that's the problem. First of all, all the groups that are affecting the world right now, whether it's on the left with Antifa or if it's the Proud Boys on the right, they're all run by the feds. They're all, you know, what I mean, it's just. 
It's just another way to do, to divide us. I don't do the group thing either, and that's why it, it's hurt yeah. me. What's happened in with some of the people that I know, but but your your stuff is it's kind of like a thing that will help me get me a little bit straight in the morning. You know what I mean? So I do appreciate, well, I appreciate what, what you put up, and I appreciate your honesty, and I appreciate who you are as a free thinker. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Yeah. So this is this has been fascinating. Um, I really, really appreciate the time. We're coming up to the end here. Um, mm -hmm. You taught us a lot, and you know, one love, same. Yeah, and you you really you really helped me with my personal stuff. You know, because I I'm in that journey right now where I'm searching. It's been a two year search. Actually, it'll be two years November fourth that my you know that my surgery and then my dad passed away. So I'm in the midst of it, and and you do help me sometimes on my journey. So I do appreciate you. Yeah, keep 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 uh keep breathing my friend thank you thank you very yeah. much and i appreciate the time i appreciate the music um oh thanks for having yeah. me on Every, everything from burn up to to ghost decibels man it's, it's all great and it's all uniquely you and the people that you chose to surround yourself with so thank you <laughs> well, that's great well i appreciate that i think you know some of the music can be better uh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the shows were always great too i saw you countless times but the shows were always fantastic so it was always oh uh, right i mean my, my solo shit the other band stuff is its own thing yeah um, i listen I, I love the ghost decibel stuff man like i love how you bring out emotion with electronic instruments that's not an easy thing to do you know, you know i i appreciate that um I appreciate that because yeah. I thought it was getting a bit, a bit uh, whiny. Mm -mm. If I'm honest. No, man. Like the haunted houses EP is great. Like the song celebration on the on the other one. Like that. Like listen, Bowie tried to to have some emotion with electronic music. Didn't work. A lot of people have tried it. It just doesn't work. You know, you do. And maybe Fuck. maybe that's because I know your history and I know you know who you are as a performer or I'm familiar with who you <laughs> are because you're crying because i'm not making better music <laughs> nah, oh man. my god <laughs> it's all it's all good Ooh, why did you make better shit <laughs> nah. no i i appreciate the adventure like like it's always been an adventure with the things that you've been involved in so so thank you i appreciate that i mean that definitely means a lot to me um yeah um yeah Thank you so much, Chaka. Thanks to you, Tim. I'll see you guys. One love. All right. All right, man. You take care. Bye. Peace. Bye-bye.